Good evening, good evening. Welcome back to another episode of Into the Deep. Amen. We are back with another episode, and I'm great to be back with another episode. Amen. Amen. This evening, we have a special guest. We have, we're going to be talking about something really special. Amen. But before we get started on our discussion, if you're a Beaumont resident, there's a special announcement out there. If you're a Beaumont resident, since we haven't had any rain, we are in a water restriction. That means if you can restrict your water usage, if it's not essential, do not use it. For instance, pools, watering lawns, car washing, we do not use it until the city of Beaumont says so. If you want like more information about that, you can go to the Beaumont, city of Beaumont webpage and they can let you know the times you can wash your lawn and all that stuff. Amen. Amen. That is, that is on that note. But tonight we're going to be talking about Jesus washing his disciples' feet. Amen. Listen. Uh, this this topic is really unique to me. I I really haven't really studied it. I studied it maybe like once or twice, and every time I study, I see something different about it, and it's really interesting. And we are in season two of Into the Deep. We're talking about our new season. We're talking about where we're going. We're talking about mentorship, sonship, leadership, and guess what? Washing the feet of his disciples is the best thing to talk about in leadership. But who's going to come along and help me talk about this topic is none other than our very first guest on the episode is Apostle Mary C. Judge Royal. Amen. She's going to come along and help me explain, help me teach, help me talk about Jesus watching his disciples' feet. So if you're ready, let's get it. Let's get into it. And welcome Apostle Mary. Amen. I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm definitely excited about being on Into the Deep. It's been amazing. Uh, blessing for our church as well as your life in this community. And not just community, reach out internationally. So if y'all know somebody uh, that needs this tonight, uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, just being a part to, to encourage our brother to continue this assignment that God has given you. Share it. Like it. You know, uh, send it to somebody. Say, hey, tonight we're on. Every Tuesday night, you don't want to miss what God is doing because it is absolutely called and appointed. And he's been called, and he, Pastor Lee, has been called and appointed by God. And he's, this is a part of his death. So invite someone on tonight and every Tuesday night. Okay? 
So for those who don't know, this discussion is found in John, John chapter 13. Amen. John chapter 13, we're not going to read it all, but we're going to walk it through. So in this text, this is this is before the, the Passover. This is this is before Jesus crucifixion right now we are Jesus takes the time to wash his feet and if you read this right here we go. Uh, so starting verse one it reads it was just before the Passover feast Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave This world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The ending meal, the evening meal was a process, and the devil I had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Issachar, to portray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the mill, took off his outer garments, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Amen. So the, the thing that stuck out, one of the things that really stuck out to me as a human as a man is that at the time he washed his disciples feet he washed all 12 and he even washed Judas feet and it says in the text that Judas has already betrayed him this Jesus knew that he betrayed him but yet he still washed his feet That's one thing that stuck out in just reading the text. But when you study the text, when you think of washing someone's feet, in the time at the time as this was written, it was known that washing someone's feet was the dirtiest thing you can possibly do. And let me, let me try to clear this picture up for you. Uh, back in the time, back in this time in the text, it, they weren't known for wearing shoes that cover your feet. They wore sandals. And they would, not many of these people had chairs. They walked everywhere they went. So their feet was dirty with dust, dirt, bugs, all sorts of kind of things. And Jesus decided Jesus did wash it their feet and then 
I didn't see this the first time I studied, but then as I kept studying, I seen that it, the text says he took off his outer garments and put on a top, wrapped a towel around his waist. So what, what God revealed to me was that he took off his formal wear and got down and dirty. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he took off his outer garments and he got down and dirty. So what, what God was revealing to me as we're talking about leadership is that you can't be so focused on being clean. You can't be so focused on showing a particular way. At some time, you have to get down and dirty. You have to lay away those things that makes you look good. See, a leader... Doesn't always have to be perfect. A leader don't always have to look their best. What God revealed to me was that in this moment, Jesus was saying, I am setting a standard. Yes, I taught you. Yes, you're following me. But in this moment, I'm taking the time to clean your feet. I'm, I'm getting dirty. I, I walked with you. I shown you how to get clean. But now it's time for me to put into action all that I taught you. I, ca I can't just teach you. I have to this demonstrate to you. I have to demonstrate what I've taught. And the very thing I taught you was that that no you just don't have you just don't be served, you have to be a servant. I'm demonstrating being a servant to you. Yeah. Pastor Mary, you have anything? You know, and when I when I when I've heard this message and preached and I've studied it myself passively, uh, over and over and over uh, throughout my life, you know, people talk about the Washington, and we've had in in when I was at uh, uh, one of our redeeming peak uh, conferences when I was at uh, Triumph Church uh, for about twenty something years, Pastor Renee and Bishop Clark did a Washington foot wash. As a matter of fact, we want to make sure we announce the fact that. On Sunday morning, we first Sunday of uh, uh, September, we will be having a foot washing and an anointed service and communion. Uh, so it's, we, our service starts at ten o'clock, and we want to invite you all that it's a anointing service, uh, communion. We'll have communion, and we will have a foot washing service. Uh, I heard you talk about the leaders. I heard you talk about washing them. How Jesus uh, take off uh, and become 
humble, and he took off his outer garments, and then he wrapped a, a towel around his waist. And the same towel he used, he placed and used it to wipe the feet of his disciples. Mm -hmm. um, the Lord spoke to me, and he said, it's a hard issue. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just kept studying it, and I, and, and I understand that when I poured it up, what washing means humility. But it also is, but nevertheless, the foot is also a symbol of respect, mm -hmm. reverence, and subservience. Feet washed and anointing is a act of humility and love. It's a hard issue. And subservience means a willingness, a willingness to do what other people want. Right. Or the act of considering your wishes as less important than those of other people. It's a hard issue. An act of considering your wishes, putting aside, putting aside what we desire, our selfish desires, and serving others. That's what the you know, when when I was reading it said the the heart issue was started with Jesus at Gethsemane. Mm -hmm. It was his destiny moment that preparing to go back to his heavenly father. You say destiny moment. Most people are excited, Pastor Lee, about a destiny moment. Mm -hmm. Oh, God's called me my destiny. Oh, God's called me to this. And oh, God called me to preach. And oh, God called me, you know, to, 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 to serve. But Jesus' destiny moment was nothing compared. Ours has never been and will ever, never, ever be compared to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus' destiny moment was laying down his life. Right. That's the representation of what he said. I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to kneel down. There's something about kneeling down. It brings forth humility, right? And and he, he's going to put his head in water to wash all 12 disciples, even the one that betrayed him. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we talk about the washing of the feet. All we focus on is Judas. It, we focus on Judas, but it wasn't just about Judas because the Satan was already in Judas. He had already opened that gate in his life. Well, Satan had already come in when he already decided to to allow greed, a spirit of greed, is what came. So one himself, he sold Jesus out, you know, and which was already a part of God's biggest plan for God's for Jesus' destiny. He didn't, even though Judas and the people thought well, he laid his life, Judas sold him out. No, Jesus laid his life down. This last week on Friday, God called me. To, I always go to the river, but the Lord called me. He summons me to nature's river. And as I was early in the morning, as I was studying and I'm praying, and I'm, I'm going, I'm a Texan, but I'm not only Texan, I'm a Beaumonter, right? We're Beaumonters. Beaumont means beautiful. So we're beautiful, beautiful Beaumonters, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we, we've been here all our lives, and some of us have, we've been in boats. And we've gone through the nature's river. Some people have swam in the nature's river. I have never. I rode in the boat my dad had years ago when I was a kid. But I've never placed my feet in the nature. Or let's know washing my body, submerging myself. I was enjoying the river. And that was a dirty moment. That water was so dirty. Plus it had feet fish in it. What Jesus did was he... John was baptizing people, but Jesus could have got, he's God, he's Jesus, 
You know, he could have chose a beautiful, the Sea of Galilee, which was amazing. Uh, the, the, the Mediterranean, right? But he chose the Jordan River. And he met, it was representation of the second thing he did with the disciples. That dirty water was representative of our sins, right? And the submission, submerging under the water and coming back to the That's what Jesus said. He said that these to the disciples, you, he said to Peter, you ought to be out, you're taking a bath, you ought to be clean already, mm -hmm. right? This is not the kind of cleanliness I'm talking about. He said, I need to wash your feet as a representative of holiness. As I was reading this, Pastor Lee, over and over and over since uh, God gave it to me, actually the Lord spoke to me before I went out of the country. He said, I want you to do a foot wash. And I, and, and, and I was like, okay, oh my God, okay, oh my God. And I'm going to tell you, people don't wash people's feet anymore, right? So that was like, God, you, you know, you asked me to wash these people's feet. <laughs> You know? Mm -hmm. And I think, okay, when man comes to legal wash his feet, our leaders, and then we're going to open up put it to the word and wash others' feet. You wash right? So, I'm like, Lord, I struggled with that. Struggled with that. God, not on that. It, it's, it's like, got people doing that? <laughs> they, are they still watching the church? Still watching people's feet? Right? And so, so when I, I, I when I was at Friday, and, oh, well, I think it was Friday, he said, take your shoes off and walk in the, the next river. And I'm telling you, I did. As I was walking for walking and because I'm always there. That's where I go. That's my time. That's my meditation time. I always go. And, but I've never gotten to the water. And I was never summoned into the water either. This time I was. And I literally passed the felt the hands of God healing me, right? And I could feel my feet healed. I don't know what what else he was doing, but I had some encounters this, this past week, and last week, and the week I came back home. Supernatural encounters. So then that wasn't good enough. Today, this morning, the Lord summoned me, summons me back this morning to the river. And it wasn't what I go and I read my Bible. It wasn't that kind of thing. It wasn't. It was going to say, take your shoes off. And I want you to walk into the river. So I'm walking back and forth with those shoes on. You know, they have glass. People be doing the most out there. But the Lord is just washing my feet. I feel God just doing something in my life. And so when I was waiting, to get on and, and all that and I'm, I'm still studying, I've been home meditating, I, I was there being early this morning about it and I'm tears while I'm waiting on to into the deep tonight tears were sticking out my eyes because there's a place that stop me when you're ready to stop me, there's a place washing his
watching these people speak. Can you imagine walking all these different places, regions, and towns? And can you imagine the people being callous and, 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 and sore? Because they only had seven. They didn't have Jesus. They didn't have hiking books. They didn't have all that. And they're walking on all the, in the desert and walking in these caves on these mountains. And then he's built relationships with these men. Why? Because he said, I love them. These are my dear companions. They weren't just my disciples or they, or they ordained them as apostles. And, you know, they became his closest, dearest friends. Just
Yeah. He can't pour the water for me. He's Jesus. He's God. But he poured the water with his servant, with his ability, with his heart, with his yielded. Also, also, personally, his heart was broken. Because he had to get the flash to be prepare himself for the death that they didn't understand. That he was about to walk through. They didn't even understand that he was about to go to Gethsemane. The violence and pray where blood will be coming out because he's a man, a spirit man also. So this is a lot of things going on in Jesus' mind, his emotions, his position as God and man. Oh Lord, it's a heart in. So he said, then he poured water into a basin in the washing of Now, some people think washing is putting on water. Just don't put the water on it. But when you wash it, you should take some. You know, back in the day, my grandmother didn't have a washing machine. I was a part of see that. It was one, it had.
future fashion. Right? So, this is the message about But that is what I am. So if I, the master, wash your feet, you must not wash each other's feet. Oh my God, I thought that is how. He said, lay down a pattern for you. Mm. I thought
around. After all this, he said, after he said these things, Jesus became visibly upset. And then he told them what? Then he told them somebody's going to betray me. Right? So, but it was all because it really was a hard issue. And he was checking every single person's heart. Even though he knew who was going to betray him, there still was some stuff inside of him. Pride, arrogance. Why? Because washing of the feet represents him. That's So, uh, yeah, um, when I was studying this, um, I, I, I looked up feet, uh, but so I looked up feet and what, what God revealed to me was that feet represents power, right? So, okay, I said feet represents power. So, and then I, I thought about washing. Washing means to make something new. So I'm like, okay, God, so you're washing their feet. So what, what are you trying to really tell us? I know you're telling us that as leaders, we need to humble ourselves and we're not greater than those who we serve. So what are you saying? So Jesus laid the pattern, laid the foundation, what a leader should do, what a leader should be. But he was also doing something. He says, now you, your past, you were a fisherman, you were a tax collector, you were a physician, you were this and that. But now in this hour, as I'm getting ready to go, no longer are you your past. No longer are you operating in your own power. You are now under a new power. Because in verse number eight, when Peter was talking to him, no, said Peter, you should never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you will never, you will have no part with me. So if you think about it, the, the, the job of a fisherman, tax collector, physician, all these jobs were self-employed. They didn't have anyone else to work with or work for. So now that they're disciples, now that they're about to become apostles, now that they're about to walk in a new power, they, they need to understand that now I, God is positioning them to be leaders. They're not just working for themselves. They're not just worrying about themselves. Now they're worrying about a community, a kingdom that they're about to help advance. So now God is saying, I'm shifting your mindset to be more than what you were. And another reason I really love this this text is I I have a saying. Um, it's drop the title and pick up the towel. <laughs> that I love I love that saying. Uh, and what God showed me is drop the title, pick up the towel. That means yes. I, I've elevated you, but you have. When I elevate you, I'm elevating you not just to be served, but I'm elevating you to a higher level of serving. Mm. And now, and the thing that <laughs> he gave me this Sunday: drop the towel, drop the title, pick up the towel, and wash their feet. Mm. So that that means 
okay, now drop the title. The, the title is great and all, but now it's time to drop the title. It's time to pick up the title. Yes. Drop the world standard of a leader. Pick up my pattern and humble yourself. <laughs> drop the world standard. Pick up my pattern and humble yourself. Because in this time, the world standard of these 12 men, they, they were fishermen, they were tax collectors, they were profit, there was doctors, there was these people that wasn't supposed to be disciples. They wasn't supposed to be the ones who were Jesus' group. But, but Jesus said, I'm Drop the world standard of what it is, all is. I'm yeah. now showing you a pattern. Yeah. I know there's religious leaders out there. They 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 they're doing all these things. They they're leading these meetings. They're leading these people in the church. But that's this. They have set up a standard that's not of God. So drop the world standard. Drop that standard of being yeah. higher than others. Get down. And humble yourself. Right. So, this is. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, this right. text is amazing, and yeah. I I just seen that this text as humility when I first read it, and now I'm seeing this text as that God is showing me not just not how to be a leader, but how to humble myself. That right. means. When I serve, I can't be so focused on getting or on staying clean. I have to get dirty sometimes. Like <laughs> I, I love, I love dressing up. I love dressing, and at times, at times I can dress up. But God showed me that at times I need to just be focused on getting what He has. For me to say has for me to do. So at times it's not about what we're wearing. It's about serving. It's not about what it looks like. It's about serving. Because <laughs> I, when I do things, I have this sense of perfection. And and when it, I believe if it's not perfect, it should not get done and sometimes that's what God wants. But at times, God says, "If I called you to it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fit, I'm gonna work out the details." And <laughs> today is a perfect, perfect example <laughs> because <laughs> um, I was having troubles with the original streaming site and. The real streaming site has everything set up that I worked hours on, making sure the background's nice, making sure the layout's perfect, the the videos are great. And I switched to this platform that we're using now, and to my to my natural eye, I, I it, it doesn't look right to me. It doesn't look put together. But God says. I've given you everything. You have everything that needs to be done. You have all the angles. You have everything. You have the word that needs to be taught. My people need to hear this message. 
It may not look right in your natural eyes, but I've set a pattern. And this is the pattern. I'm like, okay, God, let's go. I honestly think that this was uh, what God wanted. Mm -hmm. He wanted your originality tonight, not your talk show <laughs> person. I'm not saying that you're not anointed to do what you do, you are. But sometimes he wants your originality. He wants the, 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 straight, the, the release from the strain of trying to make sure everything's perfect mm -hmm. to release the oil. Tonight you're releasing the oil, right? You know, when, when you said that, uh, when you pulled it up, feet meant perfect. And I, and I said earlier, it, nevertheless, the foot is also a symbol of respect, mm -hmm. reverence, and subservience. And, and uh, it's an act of humility and love. And so by you, uh, by you posturing yourself and decided, you know what, I'm going to get frustrated but I'm going to obey God because the assignment is what's important, right? The details are important, but the assignment is much more important. And the assignment tonight is to allow people to know that, you know, God is, listen, God is going after our heart issues. And, uh, and I have really, I really have been really listening to God about this. I really have, and, and I'm telling you, I, the word is life. And, I, you know, I don't know who we're talking to tonight, but I know we're talking, I know I'm telling myself. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I know that uh, sometimes because of the apostolic prophetic calling on my life, it can be harsh. Sometimes it can be like, man, y'all got to get it right. That's the, and that's the evangelism as well. Because I'm, I'm, I'm souls. I'm called to win souls. And we, Pastor Lee, we have to church. And this, this hour is important for the church. If it has never been important before, this is a critical time for the body of Christ. We've got to get up. We've got to get up and we've got to change our posture and our position of humility before God. It's got to be for before God. And, and and what we do in the secret, it should reveal itself in the open. Right. How, what I mean, I mean how we're living. How we live it should illuminate this right here. Jesus said, it greet him. Let, let me read this real quick. He's in the in the and this is the English standard version in uh, John 13 and 21. He said, after saying these things. Jesus was troubled in his spirit and testified. He testified. He said, truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And the disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke. But one of his disciples whom Jesus loved was reclining at the table, just like you were reclining just now, at your desk. Reclining at the table at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking so that the disciple, that disciple, leaning back against Jesus, said to him, Lord, who is it? Who is it? And, and I'm not talking about people right now as per se the, the uh, pastor. 
Jesus. I don't care about who's betraying you right now. I'm talking about who's betraying Jesus. I'm talking about who is not living completely surrendered to God. And how am I betraying Jesus, Pastor Mary? I'm betraying Jesus by not being obedient to his word. Not living a lifestyle of humility and truth. We have truth for everybody else. What we think about people. What we think about how they live. But the truth of the matter is, is we are we in a posture and a position to get so humble before God and say, God, because I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm on this line. I'm saying this because this is what's been happening to me. And today at that nature's river, I took my hand and put it over my heart. And I said, God, walking in that dirty water, and they had a, a bottle in it, and God put my head down and let me see, because, you know, the devil always trying to set trips. But I was able to get that glass and put it where nobody else could cut, cut their feet. But when I put my head on my heart, I said, God, deal with me. Last week when he told me to get in that water, I said, God, deal with me. Search me, because I might think I have it all going on, but it's a heart issue. And, 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 and I don't want, I never, I, this is an honest God truth, Pastor and that's why I love you so much, because you love the God I love. And I didn't choose you because you're gifted and talented to be, my, to be a senior pastor at this church. God chose you because you loved him and because you loved the God I love. Because otherwise, it would not be so. Right? Because we're, and I'm not talking about a perfect person. I'm talking about a person who loves their God. Who loves their God and loves God's And will serve faithfully the Lord. Will serve him in whatever capacity of obedience. And that's what a church has to be. This is, this is, you know, Sunday I'm going to ask you tonight. I didn't ask you because I was going to preach because Pastor, I mean, Deaconess Rosanna can't make it. She has to work. But you, God gave you the title. He said, to, and then I'll preach the next Sunday on washing the feet. Drop the title and pick up the time. So if you're there Sunday, because I don't know your schedule, but if you're there Sunday, I'm asking you to preach this message. Drop the title and pick up the title. And coming from the same scriptures, because there's going to be more revelation. And he says, so Simon Peter motioned to him, tell me when it's time to get off here, to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So that the, that disciple, leaning back against Jesus, said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, it is he to whom I will give this morsel of bread. Matzah is what they say in Jewish language. And he says, when I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the matzah, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then after he had taken the morsel, Satan entered into him. Mm -hmm. Jesus said to him, what you, what you are going to do, do quickly. <laughs> now, no one at the table knows why he said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had been the money bag, Jesus was telling him, by buying what
give something to the poor. So after receiving the, the matzah or bread, he immediately went out and it was night. And I want to close on my point with this, that Jesus was in the, the, the Mount of Olives mm-hmm. praying against him. They thinking in humanity, human mindset, not spiritual, that he was going to prepare to, to sell Jesus out for Jesus' death. And Jesus was breathing on the inside. He loved them, he didn't want to lose them. But he knew he had to sacrifice, not just for them, but so many of us today. Generations after generations after generations after children. 2020-23, Jesus been gone. We're looking over that moment. And we still betray Jesus. So we have to. We don't have to. It's a choice. What are we going to do with our lives? Are we going to surrender our lives to the Lord? Are we going to surrender our lives to the Lord? Because honestly, honestly, I would rather not wash people's feet on this first Sunday that is not willing to seek the Lord from today until then about what their heart issues are. Because they can defeat feet means power, it means respect, it means reverence, and it's not to us, it's to God. So I want to thank you for that opportunity to share that. This is is amazing and if you receive something from this, like, share, comment, and I want to let you know that what God has for you is bigger than you can possibly imagine. And from from this text, I've I seen it with Peter that Peter couldn't imagine all God had for him. He, 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 he couldn't imagine the authority that God was about to restore for him. I am so grateful that God has... I'm grateful, I'm honored that God has bestowed upon me this ability, this gift to lead this talk show. And the thing about this talk show is that it's been a work, it's been a process before the pandemic. It's been a process before I even got the military. And God said it is now time. And we are in season two of the show and I'm just grateful what God is doing with it. I'm grateful for all the guests who's been a part and who's going to be a part. I'm grateful for just what God is doing. And many shows, they they're, they, they they look at ratings, they look at how many people are watching, but the very thing for this show, and I said it tons of times, uh, the mission and the vision of this show. And the thing is, we don't ex- we don't expect many watches. If, if one watches and they get closer with God, that's I'm happy. I'm grateful that that one got close to God. And this show 
isn't to get likes. This show is to bring God to the world. It's to show God to the world. So, in ending this show, I want to thank you for watching, and I hope something was said that brought you closer to God. Amen. So we're going to close out in prayer. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for this day, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for your pattern, Father God, that you are set. We thank you, Father God, for laying the pattern, laying the foundation of leadership, laying the foundation of humility, laying the foundation of being a leader, Father God, in this world, being a leader in churches, being the leader, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for taking the time to drop, Father God, the title, taking the time to drop, Father God, the high position and getting low, getting down to be a servant, Father God. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for being who you are, Father God, being humble enough to, to watch your disciples be, being humble enough to serve those people, to serve those that you serve, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for being God. We thank you, Father God, for being Lord. We thank you, Father God, for being Master. We thank you, Father God, for being servant. We thank you, Father God, for being who you are. The I am who I am, Father God. We thank you, Father God, in your son Jesus' name. And we say, thank you for giving us the pattern. Thank you for giving us this teaching. Thank you, Father God, for giving inspiration and insight to God. To write this text. We thank you in your son Jesus' name. And Father God, as we go into the world, Father God, we go with understanding, we go with wisdom, and we go with knowledge. In your son Jesus' name, 